0: There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. All so you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today.
1: Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, August 16th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterst, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be breaking down why Apple, known among the big tech companies for its consumer hardware devices, could soon become somewhat of an advertising giant as well. The strategy the company appears to be employing is kind of the equivalent of playing 3D chess while your competitors play checkers. And we will get to that soon. But before we get to that, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in the business and tech world. Let's get cracklacking.
0: Right, Rob, what are you following? So the first thing that I saw today is about LeBron James. The king. Yeah, the king. I don't know if it's a side gig as an influencer or what we want to call it, but let me just lay out the facts for you. So LeBron's salary is $44.4 million this coming season. Very nice. Enough to get by. So he makes 542000 per game. Sure. What's super interesting is because LeBron has 129 million Instagram followers, He can actually make about $428,000 per sponsored post on Instagram.
1: A little side hustle.
0: Yeah, a little side hustle, but a pretty big side hustle. He doesn't make quite (laughs) as much per post as NBA game, but... Pretty ridiculous numbers there, right? Like almost half a million on a sponsored post. It is ridiculous. What's actually crazy? So, LeBron has the most followers in the NBA by a long shot. The second highest following in the NBA is Steph Curry, who has 45 million followers. Mm. Those sound like a lot of followers, right? Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo has. 476 million Instagram followers.
1: Nice. That's pretty good. He
0: has the most followers on the platform, and so he could make up to $2 million per sponsored post, which is just ludicrous. Listen, these
1: guys could use the money. You know? Seriously. <laughs> what have you been looking at, JC? Well, I was looking at Andreessen Horowitz, one of the world's preeminent technology venture capital firms. That's right. Founder Mark Andreessen came out yesterday with a blog post saying that they're going to be investing, I believe, $350 million in Adam Newman's new residential real estate company called Float. Wow. Yeah. For context, Adam Newman, for those who might not know, founded WeWork and then was ousted from WeWork after he kind of mismanaged things, had a botched IPO. Started
0: walking through Manhattan barefoot, all sorts of things. Yeah, walking through
1: Manhattan barefoot, doing weird stuff. But he still built WeWork, which is a humongous company. Incredible. So Andreessen Horowitz basically said they think his work is underappreciated. They love seeing repeat founders build on past successes uh, and growing from lessons learned. And that's why they're happy to invest in this project, which it's not entirely clear what it is. It's something in the home rental and ownership experience space. You know, one of these big idea kind of plays.
0: What's funny here, so didn't Mark Andreessen recently make some comments or something like that around residential real estate?
1: Oh, yes, he did. (laughs) Oh, yes. So what's in this blog post yesterday announcing this round, he wrote, and this is a quote, in a world where limited access to home ownership continues to be a driving force behind inequality and anxiety, giving renters a sense of security, community, and genuine ownership has transformative power for our society. And yeah, you're totally right. Last week, I believe he was called out because some journalists found a public comment belonging to him, which was opposing a plan to add multifamily units to his hometown of Atherton.
0: (laughs) There's a phrase for that, isn't there? Isn't that uh, not in my backyard or NIMBY?
1: Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So the timing is a little ironic. What else are you seeing? Yeah, I was also looking at Peloton. I know you were too. They're coming fresh off another round of layoffs. And yesterday, CEO Barry McCarthy told Bloomberg that, his company is now thinking about redesigning its bikes so you can build them at home. Ikea style. Exactly. I love (laughs) it. Ikea style, which uh, I guess is interesting. Also that they are potentially working on plans to let you view Peloton content on third-party machines. What do you think about that?
0: I think that's actually really smart. I think that's one of their kind of stronger value props that they have really good coaches that people get really loyal about and Mm -hmm. really start to follow. I was talking to my sister-in-law. She like loves a Peloton app. They don't have a Peloton, but they just use the app with their workout bike. And so it doesn't stream through the bike. They just like use it on their iPad, but she loves a few of the coaches. So I I think that's pretty smart for them.
1: Yeah. And then also that uh, Peloton's long-awaited rower might debut for this holiday season. Finally. I mean, I've been saying for a while, I think the biggest mistake they ever made was making a treadmill instead of the rower. The rower is much more of a cult product than a treadmill is, which is why Peloton kind
0: of took off in the first place. Totally agree.
1: But I think these are moves in the right direction
0: for the company. Yeah. I guess we'll see how that goes for them. It's been a pretty crazy ride over the last couple of years for Peloton. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, in other news, last but
1: not least, Walmart has reached an agreement with Paramount and Paramount Plus to offer the streaming service as part of its Walmart Plus offering. Walmart Plus subscribers will get an ad-supported Paramount Plus subscription included in their Walmart Plus subscription, which is kind of like their version of Amazon Prime. It's good for Paramount. You know, it gives it a new distribution channel at a time when streaming services are facing an uphill growth battle. I was just reading about how some 19% of subscribers to the big streaming services have canceled three or more of their subscriptions within the last two years. Wow. So it means it's not just getting harder to get streaming subscribers, but it's getting harder to keep them. So I
0: think this is a smart move by Paramount. Yeah, I'm very, very interested in how this works and kind of how Walmart went about figuring this out. I think it makes sense. Like if you look at Paramount Plus, some of the content they have is, includes CBS, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon. I mean, obviously they have sports.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff.
0: Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily kind of highfalutin luxury programming. You know, it's, it's not HBO. And I don't think that like the HBO brand would vibe much with Walmart. Right. Like that doesn't really make sense to me, right? So I think this is a smart decision on their part. 100%. Okay, so JC, you wrote about how Apple is about to take over the mobile ad industry.
1: Yes. Tell me what's going on here. That is right. It's possible that they might do this, but things are looking interesting. So last year, Apple introduced something called App Tracking Transparency, ATT. That's right. And most people might not know it by that name, but they will know it by that little pop-up that you probably have seen when you open up different apps recently that asks if you'd like the app to track you or not.
0: Yeah, do you ever uh, click yes to that, JC? Of course not,
1: (laughs) right? It's a rhetorical question. Right. So it was a win for privacy in that sense, but it's really been a migraine and a half for the mobile advertising industry, making it harder for them to track you and serve up more
0: relevant ads. It's like basically single-handedly tanked Facebook stock and tanked Shopify because Shopify sellers rely so much on Facebook and Instagram ads. It's been a massive thorn in their side.
1: Yes, All these direct-to-consumer companies that really rely on Facebook and other platforms like it were not happy about this. Totally.
0: The ironic
1: thing is that it now appears Apple is actually moving deeper into advertising, but under its own umbrella. So what do I mean by that? So ATT, this move towards app tracking transparency, was a kick in their competition's balls. Mostly Mark Zuckerberg's, who, as you said... It's going to lose a lot of money from this. Meta came out last year saying that this year they'd probably miss out on $10 billion. Sheesh. On top of this, even more interesting, Apple is currently planning on releasing a alternate reality headset in the near future. So it's kind of like a double whammy in terms of the timing, how this is impacting Facebook. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they're
0: eating Zuck's lunch. Exactly.
1: Apple's current ad unit only generates about 1% of the company's revenue, about $4 billion annually. There are plans, apparently, for that to change. Bloomberg reporting found Apple plans to crank that income up to double-digit numbers. Wow. The question really is, why move into ads?
0: It's a great question.
1: Yeah, think about Apple's capabilities as an ad platform. You've got the iPhone and all of its sensors. You have Apple's own apps, maps, music, news, stocks, their weather app that's never correct. <laughs> and then you have Apple TV, AirPods, AirTags, the Apple Watch, Apple Pay, and whatever else I couldn't remember. So Apple doesn't just have this walled garden, it really has what's basically advertising's Garden of Eden. It's just all an advertiser could ask for. And because Apple owns these properties, the company isn't restricted from tracking in the same way third parties are, which makes it especially valuable for them and people who want to advertise through them. So all this is to say, expect some more ads in your Apple apps. Bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at thehustle.co. Hope you have a lovely Tuesday. and We'll see you tomorrow.